What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon New Show. Tonight, I'm trying something new. It's a new series that I will be bringing to season six. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be doing it on recording or I'm going to do it on Instagram Live, but either way it goes, it's going to be something new. It's called The Panel. And like always, I got my family with me to do this with me tonight. And of course, like always, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So, Dee, Miss Queen, tell them where they can find your amazing podcast and all the things you are doing. Yes, so you guys could definitely find your girl Kwame, but for those that can't pronounce it, you call me Q Kwame, the Queen at Pillow Talk with the C podcast. I'm on all social media platforms as well as on all podcast platforms. Just Google me, Pillow Talk with the C, or trustably I will show up. So, but that's exactly what I have going on, and also I have new episodes of a series that's called Pillow Talk with Diary of a Queen. That's dropping every Thursday, which is candid, vulnerable, transparent, and for you guys to get to know who the queen is. So listen out for that every Thursday at 2 p.m. Dropping new episode is an eight-part series. So it's going to get deeper and get your tissues. <laughs> all right. All right. My other TD's back. She finally wanted to grace us with her presence, so I appreciate that. Sharice, <laughs> can you tell them where they can find all your amazing stuff that you're doing and all the great things that you are doing? Well, yes, indeed. What up, world? It's your girl, Sharice. I'm back off in this thing. Clink, 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 clink. Um, Grown Ass Folk Podcast. You can find me wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And I also have some IG Lives uploaded. You can find me on IG at Grown Ass Folk Pod, at Twitter at Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Um, and I ain't shit yet, but I'm coming back. I promise. <laughs> I'm not even going. I wouldn't say that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't say that. Uh, and last but not least, my brother, one more time, RSH. I know where they can find all your amazing stuff that you're doing, man, and where they can find Dark Therapy Sessions. I'm just saying. I can't, facts, know. facts, is facts. That's for sure. But if y'all don't know me, my name is A A R, or you can call me Arsenio. And if you can't pronounce it, you can definitely say A, or you can call me R. That's cool too. Uh, you can find me at Old Ass People Podcast on all major <laughs> platforms. Uh, uh, I got a new segment coming out: uh, lick a lick a pussy and die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding y'all uh i'm one half of dark therapy session i'm the co-host with uh brandon janu there and uh we get together every week we do fmks would you rather we watch fucked up videos uh and we got a patreon coming up soon to patreon.com slash dark therapy y'all go check that out oh instagram the instagram page too dark therapy session coming soon real soon <laughs> Yeah, where do you find these people, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you get these coconuts from? Two things that got was holy you shit. Call me a? You would call me a? Yeah, that 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 me all guard. Like what the fuck? Hey, I'm like ARP. What is going on? I'm like ARP. What the fuck is going on tonight? left real fast. What the fuck? You say you say eat him. You say look at this and die. What? 
Tell them where they can find your amazing podcast and all the stuff you're doing. www.wearethetollers.com and Instagram, Meet the Tollers Podcast 2021, YouTube, We Are the Tollers. Everywhere you can find all the podcasts we're going to be at. So. I'm Kim, by the way. One half of me the Tyler's <laughs> podcast. Sorry. I'm sorry. We threw you off coming in. I'm sorry. We threw you the fuck off. She came in. Right. Like, I'm, all, I'm, I'm like, I'm all disembodied at this point. <laughs> she, I don't even know what to No, she right, came so, in. So what I did, what I did was <laughs> Q and Cherise were introduced first, and they, they did their introduction. So when I was introduced, I did their introductions except for me. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I did both of their introductions at the same time. That's all. That's what we were laughing about. <laughs> yeah, I came in. I'm like, um, I don't know what's so funny, but I'm mad I missed it, whatever it is. Yo, but that definitely Bird, ready, you missed it. You gotta put on red out funny as hell though. Yeah, that's clear. First that's of clear all, material. I was confused, y'all, because I didn't know if we were recording tonight or not. I, like, I'm late. See, we all checked the messages, and I was like, oh, wait, there is somebody doing something. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, think Brandon just got, I think Brandon just got bullied a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I got bullied. I so got bullied. That's, that's just oh. not the way. I got bullied. I got bullied. But I it gave me a perfect opportunity. I think my voice memo kind of shook him, so... <laughs> You gotta listen got, to the voice memo when we die. I, I got, I got bullied. I got bullied, but it gave me a perfect opportunity to do a new, a new podcast series. So that's perfect for me. Uh, so <laughs> tonight is, like I said, it's called the panel. So what we're gonna be doing? I'm gonna throw a topic out there. We're gonna debate it, pretty much. That's pretty much what we're gonna do. It's not gonna be like you choose a side or some shit. It's more so just us talking about how we feel about this one topic. Okay, that's all we're gonna do. Y'all cool with that? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's get of it. Of course. <laughs> let's do it. Out. I have actually missed a show like this where we can just throw a topic and everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight, so a lot of shit has been said about what's going on in music, kind of already about music. So a lot of shit been said about what's going on in music. So which makes me feel like, what the fuck is hip hop right now? What is really hip hop? What is it? Is it what makes a true goat? What is the goat persona? What is a goat in hip hop? Do you have to be 100% just fully lyrical or can you expand and be everything? What is it? Are you a rap? Does it have to be just a straight rapper or do you also could be a rap artist? What is it? Mm. So that's pretty much the topic. What is hip hop? The fuck is hip hop right now? What is hip hop? Because a lot of people have this conversation about what the persona of hip hop is, but I feel like hip hop is way more than just you got to be lyrical. So that's the topic. So 
Open floor. Who wants it first? What yes. is hip hop? I, I take it first. I just got a very short sentence. Okay. Hip hop is the artists that can still go after they ghostwrite or die or go to jail. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a clip. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a clip. Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> oh my God, I can't not. That's a tough act to follow. Yeah, that's very no. tough. <laughs> Everybody go. Wow. All right, can you repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she probably know what the hell she said. <laughs> oh, yeah, I repeat it. Yeah, I can repeat it. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, a great artist is one that can still go after they ghostwriter die or go to jail. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because I swear I hear that the first time. <laughs> Yeah. That, that, so, you heard somebody wanted, so so somebody wanted black Nike tonight. Okay, anybody else want to touch <laughs> on that? On that? <laughs> anybody else want to talk about what is hip hop right now? What is hip hop? What you talking about? What's hip hop right now? What is hip hop? What <laughs> what is from like now really, present? Can we really define what hip hop nowadays is today? Because to me, hip hop is not to, to hip hop today is not what hip hop to me what what it was yesterday. To me, it was lyrical. It was lyricist. It was basically, you know, you truly put in the shit that you've been through, and you can understand the vo vocabulary of what motherfuckers was actually saying. And it had meaning. They had definition. They had some. They had substance to them. I'm not saying that these youngsters don't but at the end of the day we we can't hear the clarity of what they're going through because it's just a lot of beat and bass over all the it's so much noise so if you want us to hear what you're saying the pain that you went through you're struggling or whatever it is that you pointed to your music and you've been in these studios from sun up to sundown let us be able to really truly hear it because we can't hear it over the dump 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 boom 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 we i want to hear your shit i don't want to have to ask my 21 year old son what the fuck he just say because i don't hear what you saying i don't hear the lyrics i don't hear the lyricists i don't hear the the such the um the you know the 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 gritty grime like back in the day when ice cube snoop dog tupac biggie nas you know, did this bitch say like Ice Cube? Yeah, I did. I, I made all the messages here that you can hear their words. You can hear they fucking rapping. You can hear what they sorry. I'm 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 Boys in the hood? That nigga? No, yeah, boys in the hood? That nigga? Oh, wow. But I feel very much the same as Miss Q because it's like a hip-hop is a memory to me. Like, I don't hear lyrics anymore. All I hear is money, hoes, and clothes, and beats. That's it. 
That's all I hear. <laughs> Throw your life away. Be a junkie. Be a slut. Do everything you want to do and fuck the next generation and what they learn from it. Like, that's what I learned from modern rap. <clears throat> I think hip hop now is going through a phase like rock did during the 90s. It was a lot of different types of rock music. Everybody started picking their own like little genres of things that they liked. And I think that's what's happening now. I think there's going to be different genres of, of hip hop. You know, like uh, name when- a lyricist, a, a 2022 lyricist outside of possibly Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Like, possibly. I thought you meant something. I thought you meant somebody new. I couldn't tell you somebody new. No, nobody knew. That's why I said possibly Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole. The whole Dreamville roster right now is bringing the lyrics, the dope instrumentals, the the J.I.D.s of the world. All the little niggas, they are really ushering in the return Uh, of the backpack music. Yeah, and and that's an interesting take on it because like you just said, J.I.D., Carday. Like yep. they got, they got even Griselda, like in a sense, Griselda, even in a sense, Benny the Butcher, kind of way they could rap, like the way they lyrical with it. So, but that brings into the conversation what is it? A lot of these artists, not is it, is it, are they rappers? Are they rap artists? Because I've always heard rap rappers that say you can't blame a rap artist because once you become the famous, when you become famous, you just take whatever the fuck is out and you just do whatever with it. So, do you blame the rap? rappers right now or do you blame the labels that's pushing these artists the way they pushing them neither the i blame the stupid ass fans really i yes, agree with because that. if these if you, if these if you people, like the shit they're gonna keep yeah. pushing the shit that you like yeah if people that's, wasn't listening to the shit then it wouldn't be coming out that's true because number two talk and if with the executives and the 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 record labels they see the numbers growing up of course they gonna keep pushing out because the motherfucking you. That's right. That's true. And but can I ask this question? What rap hip hop versus rap? Because I hear oh. and rap and rappers and rap artists, but is there hip hop versus rap? That's, yeah, that's my point. Exactly. There, there is, and there's yeah. always there. Kind of always has been, but especially now, you got pill music. You that got trip hop. Trip hop, you got so many different types of genres within the same thing, subgenres within one big genre. So yeah. I think that's what that's only natural that it will happen, you know. Yeah, because we have to remember that hip hop, rap, all this shit is is only fifty years old. So yeah. rock yeah. and roll was fifty when rap started. So sure. even though um Arce is on his rock bullshit tonight, he does make a very good point that. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you got to throw a jab when I'm right. <laughs> yeah, y'all, she, she, y'all damn she sure. Broncos, man. I swear, yeah, she, y'all hate she, she, admitting when somebody's right. She, she, she hit you with a straight jab. She was like, "Fuck that." She's like, "Fuck." love you. It was a quick little jab, and then she just ducked <laughs> under my right fucking cross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, compliment I'm, feels better when it's when it's preceded by something not so far. Nah, nah, that's not true. That didn't, like, that didn't feel any good at all. 
But they also say in regards to hip hop, it, it's, the, it's the lifestyle trends as clothing, slang, and mindset. And rap is a combination of, um, you know, rhyme and poetry. That's true. Which, which brings in a question that I've been asking myself about hip hop and rap, in a sense. Do you think that the influence of hip hop has kind of ruined the music? Because a lot of people are more influential than they actually are musical. They are. They are. But I, but I, but I'm also very proud of that because black people yeah. are making it an enterprise now. It's not just something that we do; it's something that we are. Like Jay Z said, "I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman." And and if if black people <laughs> if black people didn't have this outlet that started with just music, then we would it wouldn't have led the way to black men actually becoming executives and having more of a hand in the things that they're doing. Like Chance, I mean, he sucks now, but he was really on to something. <laughs> he was, he was really on to something. That that dude is trash now. What the fuck happened? I don't know what happened. Bro. I think he should just I, stop I, and just run from there and just. <laughs> and I think that's that's what I'm getting at. It's like he got too influential, and I think he started thinking that influence is gonna carry his music. And it's like, no, it's not because even the performance on the last what's what's that BT Awards the last mm-hmm. thing in Black culture, mm-hmm. um, which was a huge night. You know, I feel like especially with so much of us that we lost and the people, the artists that we lost and the shit as Black people and Black culture go through, that was a big cultural night for us. And I feel like what he did, I couldn't connect. And I guarantee you, <laughs> the people in the audience probably couldn't connect either. That's why they were just there, just looking at him and trying to find a connection. And at the end of the day, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is he doing? What's he doing? <laughs> What's going on here? Because I used to, when he first came out, I was like, yo, this dude, this dude was a dupe, dope lyricist. He got, he's connected. I'm like, he vibing. You know what I'm saying? Got me up out of my seat. There was very, very, very few people up out of the scene. I think they only was up out of seat because the respect of what he brought at the beginning. So they want to not fucking disrespect them. But I wasn't, I was lost. And then you see the words, you see the words coming on the stream. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But what is we doing here? Make it make sense. I don't, I don't think that he's, I don't think that he got whack. I think that he let fear, failure, and imposter syndrome influence his output. I agree to that. I think that he 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 was scared of, even though it wasn't technically what, the first wait. album, it was a mixtape. What did you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said I think bring that, that he bring let, that back. I think that he let he let imposter syndrome and fear of failure influence mm. his output, this product that he was given the world. Gotcha. Because it wouldn't have been the sophomore jinx because technically that first album wasn't a mixtape, but I think that he feared like the sophomore jinx and not being able to give us the music that, you know, would be an instant hit when he needs to take a, um, you know, he needs to take a card from like, you know, the weekend or something like that. Sometimes it's going to take time for people to feel your shit and that's all right. But it's also okay. It's also okay that these artists need to realize when you did come in and you had such a huge impact and you 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 got people now loving you and you your shit was just like you say was powerful it was such popular it's okay if you take a break 
to try to get that back instead of going to the studio or rush just to put something out. And I understand the labels have a lot to do with it too because they be like, yo, we got to put something out. They got to put something out there. But at the same time, that's the same way as we used to tell these athletes, read your fucking contract. We need to do the same thing with these artists and letting them know that they need to get these contracts but also give it, having more room to be able to create on their own time. Because when they rush, this is the bullshit they deliver. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the one of the hardest things now I think as an artist is because all these record labels have 360 deals. So they have money, they, they get money off of your Instagram, they get money off of your tours, they get money off of any little sponsorship deal that you do or anybody yeah. else. They got their hand in every single little pot. So it's really hard when when you have like it it's easier to get known from an industry but it's hard to make a bunch of money when you're part of the industry. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's better to make it alone and have a small business and, you know, all those type of little things. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a creator. You have your, you know, yo, let's keep it real that your computer, your, your little space that you use to record, that's all tax deductible. You know what I'm saying? So um, not everybody knows that kind of thing, but nonetheless, if you understand that you can do it on your own, it feels better. So when he, when, when we, when we talk about the set, you know, the sophomore curse album, he probably doesn't even want to do a sophomore album. He's probably because, because he's achieved what he's wanted, you know, um, don't come on, on television giving us some garbage then. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but none uh, of that really yeah. applies to Chance because he never signed. He, and, and even that, and a lot of people said even that is kind of like, we don't really know really what he did. Like, we don't really know what he did, but he, he says he's independent, but we don't fucking really know. And that's the thing. Like, you got people that was like, I'm a part of an independent label, but the independent label is signed to something else. It's like, you're not really independent. Major yeah, exactly. Yeah, but right, if that were the case, then all that shit would be on his album covers. Believe me, and it's not. Right. right. <laughs> but you made sure you got no glasses on either. Yeah. Yeah, but I but I know what you. It, <laughs> <laughs> See, um, <laughs> wait a minute. You ain't got no glasses on. I'm the man that you saw them no glasses on. <laughs> I just realized, and then he going she was about to show us a nipple. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> we know. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, one question that I've always had, like uh, one question that's always been out there, and I think it's coming back now because a lot of people have been talking about R and B and why R and B is so. I guess uh, uh, why R and B could be have ghost riders, but hip hop can't. So my question isn't about ghost riders; it's more so. Can a can a rapper like Kanye can he be considered the greatest rapper of all time? Even though he doesn't have, does he have? He does have ghostwriters. Um. Well, yes, because I believe for me personally, I believe that Kanye's team is there to just throw out words. I think he's too cocky to let somebody actually write 16 bars for him. But also, another reason why I say yes, just generally. Saha the Prince writes rhymes for Kanye. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think they write his 16 bars for this nigga. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, is that the answer is yes, because just like with Dr. Dre, Chronic 2001, <clears throat> one of the best albums of all time. It's about your, it's about delivery. It's about artistry. It's about all of the other things that go into it. Anybody could write a sentence that rhymes, but what do you do with it? And if you can do something with it and still attract the masses and still have a legacy and still have a body of work that inspires people, then yeah, you can be considered one of the greatest of all time. Michael Jackson ain't write all his songs. No, he did. See, and my thing is with that, I it's like a yes or no with me with that with Kanye. Because if you truly listen to listen to his shit, you sound like it's coming from him. Can you really believe that some ghostwriter is writing this shit? It sounds like it's coming from his pain, his heart, his tears, his emotions, all the shit that he's going through with this bitch and everybody else. <laughs> it don't seem like this could be a good... Because if it's a ghostwriter, I would think the ghostwriter would want to make at least be a little bit more, you know, sound a little more like he got shit together in his song. <laughs> like he just... He got <clears throat> All his shit with his life. He take and I understand that's the that's the best way. Said he doing all the crazy shit, drugs, alcohol, whatever. I'd rather for him to take it out and go in the studio and take that shit out on the mic. But it's just I it's like a yes and no to me because I, I feel like it's coming straight from him. I don't think that's coming from a ghostwriter. I think the new Kanye shit, I think it's coming from him. But the past Kanye shit that everybody calls classic, we clearly know it was written by somebody else. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that actually. Yeah, like I the new shit, I, I think yeah. his his new music that's coming from him. The past shit, we clearly knew Ghost Riders. So you don't think that this man had the, the capacity to really do the classic shit that he actually spit it and gave us? Like, and also, where is this clearly coming from? <laughs> there's literally been people saying he's been a, he's literally from rap fest from rock from rock fest back in the day to conceded to consequence to side prince like he literally has had writers drake has literally wrote songs for this nigga so it's literally like this nigga's had writers we can't just sit here and act like no, it doesn't listen, exist. No, no, no. Okay, we're, we're it's not okay talking about writers who wrote three verses. We're talking about people who came in and arranged a song. See, see this, and this is where this is where the conversation is. See, that's what I wanted to see. That's how it is. See, rap artist. He's an artist, so it doesn't matter if he's taking other people's shit. It's coming from him, but it's really somebody else pinning it. Does it matter? I don't think so. See, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's from not, him. It could come from not, him, and that person could just be cleaning it up. As but you let's keep it real. Let, let's keep shit. it real. Throughout the entire industry, whether it's rock, Sharice, uh, whether it's rap, <laughs> whether it's fucking country, whether it's fucking salsa, whether it's uh, none of that, everybody has ghostwriters. If it's a good song, it's a good song. And if you're a big enough artist to make that hit song, then you got it. Exactly. That's about it. So, you know, it, it, let's not pretend that it's something new in the industry because it's not. No, we know it's not, but I'm just saying it's just, it's, it's a conversation. We having a conversation. I just feel like 
it could have early his early stuff could have came from him but the ghost rights writers or just like even my sissy said it's just people were just illustrating and then you know packaging up better for him compared to he just a loose motherfucking goose now D- uh, DC is confused as shit. I don't know uh, what DC the fuck is, is going on here. Oh, uh, let me let me welcome in DC to the panel. Uh, uh, DC's here. Uh, I feel like this was a so, judge jury so, execution. Like, the fuck so, to? So, what, so, what, so, so, this is my new series called a panel. Oh. You know, I, I throw out a topic. Oh shit! It's called what is hip hop? What is hip hop? get the yell. Okay. And right and right now and then right now we talk about Kanye ghostwriting. Can a can a write a rap artist? Be considered the greatest to ever do it. And you had a ghostwriter? Yes. Ah, oh, this is news. I'm so shocked. Oh my god. <laughs> what is life? Oh my gosh, DC. I don't know what this nigga tonight. I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this shit tonight. <laughs> hey Kim. What up, RSA, nigga? Um <laughs> Hi. Shut your ass DC. up, man. Coming in here and not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. That's what happens when you come in and some shit's already going on. You don't know what the fuck's going on. That's usually happens. I'm not doing nothing new. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna take we're gonna take it out of hip hop, and we're just gonna talk about music in general. Music in general. <laughs> do you do you think in five years there will still be a genre of music? Like, will it be still a genre of music, or do you think everything is just gonna be blended? Across the map, it's all gonna be dubstep music. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's gonna be blended, and it's gonna be electronic. It's gonna be um, big producers over the computer. Uh, think of Johnny Mnemonic or motherfucking The Matrix or something. Some it's all rave music. It's gonna be just Arsenio. Like that. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, okay, uh, that's what's gonna be popular. You're still gonna be have saying drinks CDs. Oh yuck, yuck! Uh, <laughs> fake now it's yuck. I've been saying yuck for a year, but now it's yuck. This nigga gotta actually come out with some wiggity wiggity whack shit to no, be I'm like yuck. Drake. I'm talking about Beyonce. Yuck. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no, never seen you're... Drake and Beyonce in the same room. I'm convinced they're the same person. Nice candy. Wow. They are nice Beyonce do look. Yeah. She got a beard. But we we will have um, <laughs> sub genres. Look, there's always gonna be that sound SoundCloud rap. Just gonna do make a job. <laughs> Who the fuck is Either that, she got a strong ass jawline. But <laughs> who? Who? Sharice. Beyonce. No, Sharice. Do not Marseille. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. I'm gonna drink yeah. my tequila. <laughs> Don't get hurt, Arce. So <laughs> Shout out to Big Goat for giving me a big ass cut to put my tequila in. You say what? Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't find that come from the fucking Yeah, yo, yo, I, I, hope we all, I, hope, I hope we all get paid for that. Uh, yeah, I'm about to say we need to all get the money. That's my that's my plug. Plug your own shit. Uh, uh, Brandon, please go ahead and uh, send that to me so I can edit that part out. Yeah. I'll, I'll 
No, shout out, shout out to Lens that? Crafters for um for taking RC's frames to uh, repair. That too. That's and true. make it out. Cut, cut, cut. All that, all this, all this. Yeah, doing it for no reason. <laughs> it was a reason, nigga. They paid me and they sponsored my tequila cup. Hey, hey, cut, go. Get your big ass hey. shot of tequila. Oh, wait. Uh, I, th- I think we're it's just going to have to run this all over again. Yo, Zoe, I am Self sponsored. Oh, shit. Blur yeah. means it's better. <laughs> That's Holy shit. The blur but- makes it better. <laughs> like to get back on topic, like I just feel like I don't know music overall today. Oh, can, how, can, what the fuck can we really say about it? It's, just disappointing. <laughs> it's really disappointing. I know people that's gonna listen to this. Just you DM me. I'm gonna block you anyway if you got a problem. But to me, it's just like. The music is just, I got to go back to really get that substance. And again, I'm keep talking about substance, a story, a storyline. Get the same way how videos used to be giving me a storyline. Like that shit don't do nothing to me nowadays. Right. I feel the same way. Like how do we put people like Rakim and um, RZA, you know, people like that in the same genre as somebody like. Chance or right, Uzi Lavar, right? Like who? Or you can't put the people like Michael Jackson gave us a story. You know what I'm saying? Prince gave us a story. Whitney Houston gave us a story. All these people gave in every song. And guess what? Let me tell you, sir. You got to give it up to New Edition because New Edition, out of all the people in true music, to me, they're holding it fucking down and they really like they could even keep standing because Bobby Brown is literally struggling and holding on like but they are still holding that true definition of what fucking music is and I'm not trying to be funny I really do like the brother please don't ever give me a compliment that was the weirdest backhand compliment I've ever heard I mean they own this shit they propped up with canes and crack but they still can say they have that but they keep an R&B you know they one foot in the grave but them niggas don't know how to put it down on the stage Let's say I'm a good guy. Let's leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what you said is true, though. For them to be, uh, that's how it go, DC. Like that bitch ain't shit, but she sure was funny. But the bitch ain't shit. She talked about shit, and you said it just right. It's the compliment, and then the butt. Once the butt comes, then you, know you already know. Oh, that's up. where the true <laughs> feelings come out. Like, yeah, she's an amazing woman, but, but I can't. Like, no disrespect. 
Who <laughs> <laughs> you say no disrespect? Oh, nigga, oh, no disrespect Bobby Brown lived. He's living. Really <laughs> right, DC. Long as oh, you say friend. no disrespect, you can say whatever you want to say about a motherfucker. Oh, no disrespect, wow. but your ass ain't shit, bitch. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Bobby out here, Brown but... has cleaned up his life, though. His mouth is straightened up again. Like he he's a good dude, actually, in real life. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby. Man, you know, he's Bobby Brown, shit. his shit was cartoon he's, character he's to the side. Really and me I watching the reality show really giving me more resonation of who he truly is. It's but he's really holding on. He really is. And he's really going strong with his sobriety. But come on, New Edition <laughs> is one of the R&B true music of legends that's really holding it down for, I feel like, for true what true music really is. I don't mm-hmm. know what the is today. <laughs> you all got what the is today. Y'all got nephew shaking his head like, why the fuck are these crazy people? What are they even talking about? Where? How did we get here? (laughs) Yo, the the way she gave them niggas they flowers and their eulogy at the same time is amazing. She gave them niggas the flowers and the eulogy at the same time. That shit was incredible. Oh, that's a good. talent. Don't ever touch that talent. Because <laughs> you got the power to cut and heal at the same time. <laughs> she impressed her. It's like she did a wedding and a funeral yeah. at the same time. At the same time, that's you. amazing. But he cheated on you twice, girl. <laughs> but he still loves you. And all yeah. his heart in candies, even though them shits was rotten. But no, still, he gave them to you. Sorry, I'm the last person to tell somebody to stay with anybody who cheated with them. I divorced my husband because he cheated. Mm. So that yeah. definitely won't be. Oh, we're well, sorry, you're triggered. Oh, shit. No, I'm not triggered. I was just saying, don't do that. <laughs> it was just saying, uh, damn, folks. Damn. <laughs> the pedal. You. So. <laughs> 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 So, so I got to cut that part so, out. <laughs> the panel, the panel, the panel. Yeah, this is this is this is what I want. I don't know why, but this is always what I want. So, so another another thing that's been in music that everybody's been talking about is R and B. What the fuck is going on in R and B? What happened? Not what happened? What happened? What happened? I just wanted, I just wanted broke it down to you. She did. Niggas stop making love and start making sex. You said that. <laughs> and, right. That's where R and B went. Out the door. That's the truth. Now it's let me fuck you wrong, get up out of here, and go hang out in the streets yeah. with my niggas. Well, it's it's because of, of the porn industry now. It's so big, it's so what huge. What the hell does porn no, no, everybody here's the real problem if you're 40 or older problem. you know damn well you had to get a paid playboy you had to steal it from somebody if you wasn't 18 you had to steal it from somebody well, you, watch it. Listen, you, watch it. Your money. you was reading playboy with bobby womack in the background like what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Girl, where's the concept what he means is people are desensitized now you must have been. You must have been getting Playgirl. Damn, I feel sorry for all you. All the bro. pages stuck together. On yeah. Playgirl. Oh my god! I don't know what that is. Yeah. 
Play girl is the opposite of playboy. Playboy was for it had women play girl. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't even look yeah, at magazines, bro. I was watching videos. Y'all know what Playboy magazine is? I know what Playboy is because I've seen uh, Play Christie in there. Playgirl Play is the opposite. Never seen but that. what I can say is, I, I what Arsenio, I think, is trying to say is that people, porn has desensitized people. Free porn has desensitized people. I could feel that. What I think it is, is that... <laughs> this shit like, nah. This shit like, why nah. Why are you going to... Okay. Why are you going to use that... But no, no, Sharice, why are you gonna use that word? I can feel, I can feel that. I can feel that. I just think, like I, I said, man, <laughs> times got like niggas got rougher. Like it wasn't back in the day where you know what I'm saying everything was like calm, cool, and collected. You go out with a girl, you buy her a malt. You know what I'm saying? You go out to a look at bridge. Yeah. <laughs> back when R and B was real, back in the fifties. Nice. Listen, this is this is going to make you a malt. This is going to sound really homophobic, so I'm going to need a second to explain. Uh But what I think happened is, is that everybody is some is on the gay spectrum now. All of these kids are somewhere on the gay spectrum, whether they fall with LGBTQIQA plus plus plus. That's somebody's fault. Somebody's fault for that shit. No, I don't think it's anybody's fault. And more power to them. That's fine. But they're not they're not first of all guys is not as into girls anymore and girls are not as into guys anymore because ev- they're everybody's fucking each other and there's nothing wrong with that free love oh, the flower people that's fine but it's making for boring music because none of these kids have the experiences of guy loves girl guy gets heartbroken guy you know girl burns all his shit Burn his house what? down what like Pablo Lopez. What? Can I interject one one statement? No, but if love is love, then all the music should still be love. Like niggas. Just, no, that's not no, true. That's if not true. Out, if you're just out fucking people without any discretion or any kind of, if, if there's no kind of love or attachment, it's just sex and sex parts. And all the boys are on this side having sex with the boys, and the girls are on that side having sex with the girls, and there's no love. I don't, but I don't think it's that deep. I just think motherfuckers just are just fucking so much and they're not making love. Like Drew Hill said, we're not making love no more. But you want to, and I also blame it on the fact is that a lot of these kids do not have the, 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 you know, the models, the examples as we did when we was growing up. We had our older parents and I mean, our older uncles and aunts and our grandparents. They was the model of like, okay, that's what the that love and emotion and stuff and the toe. Because that's how you could, oh, I see grandpa, daddy caressing grandma or mom on the arm and, you know, rubbing and taking his time. You don't, these kids don't have that. Again, like Arce said, it's the porn. And even with Sharice, it's like everybody fucking everybody. And it's just going around, just be having a fucking banana joie, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I think, but I think thing, y'all, a whole orgy. I but think y'all getting a little day, too philosophical. That don't have to have, that don't have to. <laughs> that don't have to no, go I, with saying with love, because no matter what, love is there, but there's a lot of action that love is not taking place because motherfuckers just want it. You get niggas that as soon as I walk out the door, niggas ready to, they already got me naked, stripped down. They don't, they don't know me. They don't love me. They don't care about me. They ready to fuck me, bend me over, and send me on my way. 
Okay. Oh shit, where you live at? I, I oh, think shit. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, but I think I think we getting a little too uh, trying to put a face on it. It's a different era, different times, times have changed, like things out here really trying to be thugs. So it's not you I, know what I'm saying. I think that it's pe- these people out here and they can't love who they want to love, so they're fucking and it's making for horrible music. Because music is about life experiences. And if you can't if you can't live in the honesty and the truth of your life experience and you call yourself a musician, your music is gonna be shit. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. And that's why the that's why the Layla Hathaways and people like her are they, you don't really hear too much of true fucking music like them. And they doing sets and, you know, and BBQs because a lot of these, they don't know what that shit is. We know what that shit is. And I'm going to tell you. What's a BBQ? I'm going to tell you. That's a, it's that's a, a restaurant. It's a restaurant that they have live music where Layla Hathaway mm. and John B, all those true R&B artists go and do their sets right at real live places and you could eat and have amazing music by great performance and artists but that's for the music but okay john bb at bbq's wait 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 yeah he was like two years ago but let me tell you let me tell you this yes it is a different generation and a different crowd but we got to also blame our generation because we we lack of showing these kids what it is we lack of actually sitting there taking the time instead of putting them in front of the TV and they accidentally slipping over like our say say porn and then it said okay just to say busy to get them the fuck out of our way. We lack the biggest responsibility that our parents and our grandparents did to take the time to actually spend with us and teach us and talk to us. That's why even to this day, my son being 21, I got all the fucking time in the world because I want him to be able to be that best man and not just a fucker girl, but make love to her mom and not just her fucking body. Can I, can I interject? Go do what you need to do. Um. I, I gotta dismell all that because I'm I've been in love and I've watched a lot of porn, so that's not like there's not an excuse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but you're but that's, not all, that's also not saying that's for the that's I'm not sitting here saying that's for the whole general population. But we putting that's, a blanket on it. Some people that it is, but guess what? You see the fucked up individuals where we're talking about to get the more conversation as we're speaking. The men as like you and the women and the men and women like you that did watch porn but still have been in love and still know what to make love, they don't get that conversation. We talking about the fucked up individual that's want to fucking pound, 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 pound town with you all day and don't want to take that time to be able to caress you to the, um, what the fuck, foreplay? Motherfuckers don't know what the can fuck I, that can, is. Can I interject again? Of course you want going. When I was young, I was one of them niggas too. So I mean, that's still no excuse. But like, but, at yeah. the, but, yo. but but at the end of the day, even though you still one of those niggas, but you also know what love is. So, but you being that. But nigga, I didn't learn that. In, I see, I didn't learn that. In, it wasn't you learned in the household. It wasn't learned. You being that. It. You choosing to be that nigga when you don't have to be. There's a lot of niggas out here choosing to be that power. So can we say that? Can we say that? Can we say they made a choice to not love and they made a choice not to be romantic? Can we not put it on the stuff that ain't got to do it? Everybody like, can choose to be whatever. Because motherfuckers used to watch Barney and I like, love you and, and you love me and let's clean up and all that. Them niggas still don't clean up. At the <laughs> purple dinosaur, yes. them niggas what do that shit. What is happening? Next topic. People want that me and yeah. me DC having our back and forth. Because 
I'm just saying that we putting a blanket situation. We putting a blanket on the situation and putting blame on stuff that it really ain't it. Like, like what niggas, you mean? How you like niggas been in the military and have discipline and cook the bed together and shine your boots. And them niggas come home and don't do nothing. They shit all over the place and that discipline. So you trying to say everything from what Arce, I, Sharice, and, and whoever else? Those all those factors don't play a role or part in it. Not saying it's the whole thing, but it plays a part in it. Come on, stop fucking putting a blanket on that. I'm not putting a blanket on none. I've been in all those situations and they none of them never changed how I felt about love songs. I love R&B music, so I don't think that's what it is. I just think niggas don't play our love R&B like they used to. It ain't as glamorous. It ain't as, you know what I'm saying? It ain't where the money's at no more. It's not even Money isn't being a drug dealer or having all the cars and the women. That's where all the, the glamour and the coolness is at. It ain't cool to sing R&B doo-wop on the corner no more. Yeah, but that's... It's not about playing it. It's about making real R&B music nowadays. But they're not making it. They're playing a role. About playing, you can play it because we got history of great fucking R&B music that you can play if they want that's to. Not, I'm not talking about playing like that. I'm talking about Record labels are not looking for R&B artists anymore. They're but that's but that's the point, for, DC. But that's, that's not on the that's not on the, the the porn and all that. That's on what the record labels are looking for. But I no, tell you, let, I got but, a million dollars for you to go out here and, and glamorize selling drugs and, and fucking women and all that. What you gonna do? Or I got but, five dollars for you to make an R&B record. What you gonna take? But listen, that's that's the point that I made in the beginning of the episode is that if people wasn't buying it. It then sell. they would they they would stop. They would have to do. They would have to make changes. They would have to you know blah blah blah. But that's the that's where all of these other factors come in, is mm. that this younger generation can't appreciate good classic well, okay. truth of the word R and B because so, they because of their because of their mindset and their mindset is so, because of their situation. And so, a lot of the mindset comes because the parents are listening to the modern music. They're not listening mm-hmm. to the classic R&B. Which, They're yeah, not which. in the house cleaning up. Like DC said, they're not in the house cleaning up with the Al Greens on and the Nanita Bakers <laughs> and Keith Sweat. They're in the club with their kids, dr- taking shots with That's their kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so which brings into the next conversation. Do you think that hip-hop has been overtaken by hip-hop not just by like the hip-hop genre genre but it's like the hip-hop artists because i feel like they got more hip-hop artists as more r&b than r&b artists today hell yeah they do yes absolutely period because almost every other what certain amount of season you got a new artist out they was underground that they hit they pop they signed to somebody you know how when the last time we seen uh, more of an R&B artist came out than you will see the next. Guarantee the next new artist that come out and hit the mainstream gonna be a fucking rapper or hip-hop artist. They dominating the shit. That's the and again, that because when they put that shit out there, the fans love that shit. They eat that shit. They fucking control their minds. Because their mindset, and not, fuck the mind, their mindset is just not there, but their mindset is so weak to be so easily influenced. They eat that shit up and then they go to numbers because numbers speak. Them, them labels are looking at numbers and they're going to keep pushing that shit out there. Uh, I, that's where the money's at. Now, y'all it's follow the money. Boy, because, 
we not arguing with you at all, but we just sitting there saying that there gotta be some change, especially if you want some true R&B fucking music. We talking about R&B now, but we know hip hop is dominating this shit. And again, I don't even understand this shit, but I still listen, to, I listen to my gospel when I'm cleaning up my house on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. And my son knows when he hear my gospel or he hear my Anita Baker or my Al Green, he knows, oh, Ma is cleaning up and he knows it's time for me to get hit my bathroom to clean that shit up too. It's, it's just the fact of, again, a lot of people don't, it goes back to what I say, the models, the having those models figures of those people in your household. So when my son gets up our age, he going to take that because he sees that. Why we have that? Because we seen it. It was around us. Fuck, the kids don't give a fuck what we say. They do what we fucking do. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I push back on that for one second? Oh, uh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm just saying, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm arsed today. I'm playing devil's advocate because I haven't seen people have yeah. that grow up in that household where the music playing and the nigga baking all that, and they still go out and do the hip-hop mm. shit. They still go out with hip-hop in my house. I mean, obviously, I, it wasn't a part of my everyday experience, but I, that's my first love when it comes to music, hip-hop. I, that my house didn't have um, hip-hop. My uncles are fucking hip-hop legends and artists. They love that shit. I have a fucking hip-hop artist legend in my family. Not saying that, but I do know different genres from country, um, bluegrass, um, hip-hop, R&B, rock. I love rock. It's all about exposure. And the, the point is, is that the fans out here that listen to the certain type of music that, music that they listen to, they don't have the same exposure that say 80s, 90s kids had. That's just like, you know, that's just like hip hop. Um, hip hop, we, our parents, uh, any of us who have boomer parents, they hated hip hop. They hated it. It was this new thing. It was just noise. It was just racket. And that's going to happen from generation to generation. Every generation is going to think the next generation's music is just noise. Yeah, well, but that's the way it goes. But you, there's a certain level of exposure where you have a sophisticated musical palette. And I think that that is missing. And that's what's changing the music industry. And if we can find a way to get that back and to expose kids to different music, then they would be fans of different things. And that would make, the, that would make more sensible things popular. Absolutely. So is the question that new music today sucks or old music isn't being uh, listened to enough? both but okay but if they're not being i think they have overexposure because we have internet tv all this stuff where you have way more access to music than we had back in the day where i had to buy a cd and put it in the cd player now my, my niece did not hear you are the sunshine of my life by stevie wonder until she was 16 years old when i played it for her whose fault is that 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 is what we're saying is that it's on. But who are, who's the blame here for be. her not hearing? That is my question. Her mama. Okay, but we were also trying to blame mainstream media for not playing it to her. Are we not? No, we was not that's saying. because this is this is what I'm talking about. Don't let mainstream media should not be raising people's fucking kids. Oh, I totally. When agree. I was little, 
I, you, when I was little, I listened to what my parents was listening to. If I wanted to listen to my own shit, I had to go in my room, put my cassette in my cassette player, put my headphones on and sit there and listen to what I wanted to listen to. <laughs> so we can't, we cannot blame, we can't blame, we can't keep blaming mainstream media for the, for the things that are happening to our children. That's just like these stupid ass people that saying violent video games make American children violent. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit raise your kids expose them to things give them the gifts that were given to you our parents didn't have a lot of money our parents were living in the projects and living in the hood but they gave us a lot of things that a lot of these kids are not getting right now Bingo. Because they could just go off and be on their ipad or they could just go off and they and they can or you you send them what they want to to get them out of your way. That's what, that's what I was saying. And I was not blaming mainstream media. I was saying exactly what Cherie said. See, anytime when I can't fucking formulate my words, my sister know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not, All I'm the not, fucking time. I'm not arguing with neither one of y'all, but what I'm saying is we, we blame what's on TV, but is it not the parents' fault? Like, it TV, is that, but we're saying we don't blame what's on TV. It's the parents' fault. It's the parents' fault. But then we're saying that okay, listen, I got a perfect example. But we're right? saying they were overexposed to porn and video games and all this stuff, and that's the reason why they act the way they act. But if they wouldn't sat down and because I done seen like again, I done seen kids sit in front of Barty still go out here and sell drugs and try to kill people. But I mean, no, <laughs> let, I, let me give my example. Let me mm -hmm. give my example. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that media is doing something to kids. What I'm saying is that. People nowadays choose the content that they want to consume and that forms, that helps them form their opinion of the world. It's just like Trump supporters, okay? All they watch all day long is Fox <laughs> News. So if they watch Fox News and this is all that they're consuming for their news, then they're just confirming the preconceived notions that they have in their head. They're not listening to anything that's opposition to what's already their thought process. Therefore, they're not exposed to a different way of thinking about things. So they think that the way that they think is right. And that's what's happening with kids. Kids think, oh, all, all I'm listening to is Saweetie. That's the only thing that I consume. That's the only thing oh that I want to listen to. So if, that's what I listen to. Wait a minute. First, first of all, if you're listening to Sweetie, your musical taste is fucked. I don't know how you started listening <laughs> well, yeah, to Sweetie. But Who the fuck was like burnt <laughs> steaks? Who the fuck put sweet? I don't know kids that like sweetie. I don't even know the fuck kids that like sweetie. I don't you know. Make music for grown people who can't read. It's just an example. It's just an example. But if that's all that you listen to, if that's all that you listen to, then you don't know that anything else exists. You're not being exposed to anything else because you're just consuming what you want to consume. But when a parent or a guardian or an auntie or a grandma sits down with a kid and says, hey, Listen to all of these Jay-Z songs. Listen to all of these Biggie songs and listen to all of these samples. Now, let me play you the 70s version. Let me play you the 60s version. Let me t tell you where they got these samples from. That's what I got. Because my brother, who's 10 years older than me, and I'm the youngest in my family by a long shot, these people sat me down and said, oh, you think that's dope? This came from my music. Listen to this. And I'm like, oh. And then that gets added to my repertoire. But if I didn't have that yeah. exposure, then all I would know is Biggie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, and which I had did this episode, but I was kind of like equate, like I was like comparing like how female hip hop and male R and B are the same. Whereas like it's not a lot, 
it's not a lot of those artists. It's not a lot of those artists in the field. So when you they get popping, when they get popping, so when they get popping, they overly expose. Yeah. They don't really, they didn't really build a fan base in that particular genre. So like a Cardi B or a Mag, it's the reason why they're failing so much is because you're trying to play two sides. You're trying to be hip hop, but you're also a pop artist now. So you don't really know what side you really fall on. Same thing with R&B artists. But you not know what the fault the fault to that is because because there's not so many female rap artists or hip hop mm-hmm. artists nowadays. It's mm-hmm. like now it's like what can you do? You all they could do is fall into that side, like shit. Yeah, because it's took even to this day after fifty years later, female rappers are still fighting just to be seen and heard. Yeah. And, and 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 that was kind of like how I was looking at like male R and B in a sense because like just like female female hip hop in the nineties that shit was everywhere you couldn't find nowhere where a female hip hop artist wasn't popping now it feels like that genre of music has kind of died off and now that it's coming back kinda it's too many artists that's doing the same shit there's not really any artists that's really cleared a pathway for themselves female artist, female hip-hop artists to get any attention, they gotta be on a stage half-fucking-naked, which that kind of kills me. I'm sorry, it just does, but it's like, really, it's like, if I see one more naked, fake-ass booty, it's like, come on, we... <laughs> I see one more, I'd be cool, man. Of course, you <laughs> are cool. but, you do, but, but I'm but, looking at their artistry, I'm looking at their, the sound of their you know what I'm saying? No. But, <laughs> I think I say why. <laughs> but but it, but like like a lot of these female artists, like I hip hop artists, I don't really hear like that. Like I'm like nah. Like Rap City is dope. Yeah, she is. She's like the best female rapper. She shit. She better than half niggas in the game. Like she yeah, got rap. The girl, the girl from um the girl from Dreamville too. Uh oh, I forget her name. Ooh, but Jersey? the girl from Dreamville, she she dope too. Like it's it's a lot of yeah. female lyricists, but I believe it's... that a lot of the times the reason why they don't get the mainstream recognition is because of sexism. Because you get you get dudes that they either only listen to females when a girl is playing it, or they only wanna they only wanna hear the beat of the song when they watching the video with the bitch half naked. But when it comes to women actually spitting, they don't they they don't want to hear it. They don't recognize it as greatness or artistry. They don't give it no they don't give it no type of respect, even though she could be fucking killing them. I seen so many fucking me growing up in the projects in the hood when I seen rap battles in the hallway in the motherfucking you know staircase I seen rap female rap artists in the hood killing these niggas but because they females they don't give them that respect they don't give them that fix your face what fix your face I ain't even (laughs) oh you was one of them kids wasn't you Two came from the projects, was spitting in this projects in the hood in the fucking staircase. Was 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 I guess kind of uh, brings me to the next topic because y'all said it earlier. Do you think samples have fucked up hip hop? No. Samples have made hip hop better. I think yeah, I, I could definitely agree. It gives it substance. 
it makes people like me that's questioning hip hop nowadays. Some sample. But like, okay, I'm yeah, going to true. <laughs> it, 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 see, see. See, see, this is see, this is the thing. This is why I said, do you think this, this, this is the thing? Because I think we're more attracted to the songs nowadays because of the sample more than the artists. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like we don't we don't give a fuck about the artists. We like the sample. <laughs> I don't remember that sample. Look, who's the bird on Earth when it flies? I'm, I'm just listening to the beat. Not to even say a trash ass artist, but you got somebody where I gotta go to my son, but like, yo, what the fuck he said, like. But yeah, I'm like, 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 but when they give me, you give me something that 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 old shit, you know what I'm saying? That I know from that they put a sample to it. It's like for some reason that sample kind of slowed them down. That sample allowed them to breathe on the song, to allow them actually for us to hear them because they're not gonna do that sample disrespectfully. You know what the problem uh, is? You know what the biggest problem is? Cats ain't got no cadence. So when you yes. get a fire ass beat and you give me the mini 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 I can't stand that shit. And every single song, no vocabulary. It sounds like it ain't even vocabulary. They don't know how to ride the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no flow to it. It's just everybody trying to do the fast mumble shit and like sometimes, sometimes you gotta make love to the beat. But that's because these rappers don't have no swag. Well, that's a different story. And it goes time, back kids. to what we both. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, but riding the beat, the riding the beat goes along with swag. Even if you go, even if you even if you go listen to a song by by the likes of Sugar Fucking Free, that nigga he just he just talking like he's talking to one of his hoes. But he ride why? Because he got swag. These 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 rappers they oh, lack the in old dude with the factor. slick back in the suit yeah. they rapping look like Ice T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, take their fucking time and they just go through it like okay next next track let's record something else and that's that's why i said earlier in the show that because even with chance you know feel like he mm -hmm. did his major thing he gave us what he wanted to deliver now he's on bet on award show giving us some bullshit to me you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, you ain't got shit. And then they sure you do have those endorsements, those sponsorships. You fucking got other stuff that you working on, other entities of business. Because don't rush no artistry. When you rush artists, artistry, the shit come out trash. What did Chance do to you? Who hurt? I'm just because that, that performance on the BET Awards was just irritating. But here's the problem: we still watching the BET Awards like it is like it's relevant, like it matters, like yeah, like it matters. I forgot the motherfuckers still do the BET Awards. So somebody yeah. said it. Yeah, like I forgot that shit existed. Like that shit is out of well, sight, out of mind. Like, that yeah, but that's. BET Awards and all award shows because the, I grew up watching fucking award shows because I come from family members that's from that's artists and also that's athletes so that should still mean something. But we know BET is so a fucking popularity contest. Niggas ain't winning because they good. They winning because they popular. 
Uh, yeah, but even if so, even if so, even if it is, even if it is trash, because I'm the opposite. I don't give a fuck about none of these award shows. I don't watch the Grammys, the Oscars, BT Awards, the VMAs, none of that shit. But what I'm saying is, is it's the integrity of your artistry. Even if you're going someplace and you think it's the most bullshit place in the world, your art, you're supposed to have more respect for your art to be able to perform your A1 if anything that you agree to do. Even yeah. if you think it's bullshit, if you think it's that much bullshit where you can show up at half ass, then just decline the invitation. But if you're an artist, you really want to put this don't do it. Put my best out on BET. Just don't do it because baby boys for you to be able to perform the music that got the fans have put numbers to, and you sold out and you got to number two. BET Awards is practice. Niggas go there to practice songs. So like she said, and like I said earlier, you want half acid, decline the fucking invitation and get somebody else that spot. Because B is a part of my history. I love awards. BET Awards? All the award shows, the but, Emmy, but the, the Grammys, the, the all, all the awards, so trash, all the awards, <laughs> I stupid. all the award shows. Like the BET Awards don't even give out real awards. They just give you a fucking star and say, here, that's like a fucking gold star in kindergarten. Like, nobody is proud of winning a BET Award. <laughs> well, somebody was proud to win a BET Awards this motherfucking last past BET Awards. Who? Who was the girl? Won. What's the girl name? Um, the light skinned chick. Oh, um, Lotto or somebody? Yes. This was up there crying. That's her only award she won. She should be proud. Of course, she was happy. So let her get that. When I got my first gold star, I was proud too. Oh my God, y'all are so ridiculous. Okay, okay. so so <laughs> to close it all out, this is the last topic for this show. Um, what do you see? Who do you? What do you see? In five years for hip hop, and who do you see at the top in five uh, years for hip hop? Um, <laughs> I think in five years, '90s hip hop is gonna make a renaissance. We're gonna go back to the to the year of the lyricist. We're gonna go back to the year of the chill beats. Um, a lot of these kids suffer from mental illness, and they really just want something that they feel is um is going to help them it's going to verbalize their feelings and express the things that they're going to. And we're kind of getting back. We're getting back to that. We're leaving the era of the, I just want to party and pop Molly and moving more into the era of people actually caring about the messages and caring about um, not necessarily that it's a positive message, but just that it's a message that they want to hear that resonates with them. So I feel like we're the pendulum is about to swing back to like the '90s lyricist um, emo emo rap, um, and then also being at the top. I I see probably I think J Cole is going to be the Jay Z of this generation because mm. he's already unk. <laughs> like he's already and respected. Shut the fuck up, DC. Yo, DC, get on my motherfucking nerves. <laughs> a nigga can't cough without it being taken as a fucking <laughs> like. I almost fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> tried to attack me for almost dying. That wasn't a real cough. That was a, that was the realest cough I've ever had in my life. I had a cherry out the fucking thing and it went down. You said something else. I coughed. Your cough sounded uh, like words. Yeah, I said, help me, niggas. Goddamn. <laughs> Motherfucking die to you, nigga. This nigga ain't shit. As I die. 
<laughs> Remind me to never get no illness around y'all. Y'all gonna think I'm playing. Yo, <laughs> but the re- well said. I agree to that one million percent. <laughs> was well said that she really <laughs> <laughs> so mute, mute yourself. <laughs> on the next episode of Fuck a Dick and Die, DC. <laughs> damn. Oh, shit. Well, oh, that's cool. I'll see how real feelings come out when the panel's on. It's all fun and games when the list is out, but the panel bring out the best of y'all and the worst. You get, you get in your bag. Every new segment Brandon come up with, you get in your bag about it. I almost fucking died of y'all last Y'all gonna let me. Mute so yourself as you die, nigga. <laughs> All I can say is die quietly. That's it. Wow, that is <laughs> <laughs> me. Holy shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know I love you, DC. Uh-huh. And die quietly. <laughs> die quietly. God damn. <laughs> next, next second they can die quietly Sunday. <laughs> He's out here choking. I told you this before. I don't know when you for real, and I don't know when you playing because I swear to God, you were joking. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna mute myself and pour some sprinkle some crack on me too, uh, so the police know <laughs> what? what was going on. The laptop's gonna be open to the panel show when they come to investigate. It's over with. Make some crack on this. Let's make some crack on him. Let's make some crack on him. Let's make some crack on him. Let's make some crack on <laughs> I'm about to go watch that now. That nigga day should be one of the greatest comedians ever. That shit was uh, stupid. This nigga said it's a good open and shut case. He broke in, he put pictures of himself up, and he killed himself and he sprinkled some crack on him. Crack on him. Oh my god. Is y'all finished? Uh, yes. That shit Maybe. was dumb. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, was I supposed to answer a question before I died or yeah. after? I'm not sure uh, what's going on anymore. <laughs> But since you're still living, since you're still living, Barely, uh, on by a thread. yeah, I, I see, I see, I see. Can you answer this question for me, though? Since I'm a soldier <laughs> and almost died twice during this whole segment, I guess I can't answer a question. Uh, uh, what was the question again? I was choking on a cherry and people wanted me to die quietly. I missed that. They wanted not die, not just die quietly, mute yourself. They wanted oh, you to mute myself, unconscious myself, at least hit the mute button on my way down. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 uh, I believe what Sheree said. It music was uh reciprocal. You know what I'm saying? It goes in waves. You know, you get you get 50s music, 60s music, 70s music, and then it goes 
So, I mean, it's just going to revert back to the beginning of the cycle. You'll start getting some doo-wops and all that. Um, who's going to be on top? No idea. Um, if I had to say anybody, I'd say probably Kendrick or J. Cole. Um, more Kendrick for me, but... Eh. Not bad for a dead man. Yep. Button that up real nice. Uh, Kim. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, same question. Same question. I am. I, I agree with Sharice. I, there's nothing new under the sun. It's going to recycle back eventually. Um, but the question is, will the new younger artists be able to effectively um, present the music the same as, say, Keith Sweat or... Gerald LeVert or I mean I I just can't see the current artists being able to carry out the same thing so it'll be here but it'll be a different genre like we were saying it'll be a whole different uh, vibe about rap in five years as far as who will be on top I can agree um, probably J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar like because this generation, that's really the best talent I've found from this generation. And I have children in this generation that listen every day to this stuff. So, you know, <clears throat> it is what it is. But, yeah, that's... <coughs> Sorry, Kim. Um, let me meet myself before I die again. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You can you can call <laughs> during my oh, segment, DC. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, while DC's coughing up his lungs, um, let's uh, <laughs> he muted uh, himself though. Uh, that's not good. Hold up, he's falling. Oh, he's shit. falling. Somebody do something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't believe him. Oh my god, damn. DC could be dying for real, for real. And we just up here. I don't know if that nigga is serious or not. <laughs> he had a question. He Uh, I undied myself. I undied yourself? Okay. Fucking uh, uh, Jerry's uh, killing me. Uh, well, <laughs> thank y'all for being a part of this first episode of the panel. Uh, History almost died on the first show. Shit. Yeah, we almost had a body. We almost had a body, ladies and gentlemen. Not gonna give me that quick, motherfuckers. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> I'm gonna join my seat, too. Uh, but uh, before... Uh, we close it out. Everybody, tell them where they can find y'all pretty much. Uh, DC, tell them where they can find oh, your podcast. Dead Man Goes First, huh? Yeah, because I don't know how long, much longer you got, so let me get that you. Long. You know they say people are worth more after death, so. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. <laughs> y'all are so <laughs> look like, what? Apparently somewhere being dead worth sixty million dollars. <laughs> um I don't even know how to fucking transition. The third time somebody wished me dead this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, see, I ain't with you, Dad. Don't get a story. Oh, I, 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 I was saying uh, that when you were talking about your dad, I was just—they uh, want me to die quietly and be more. That's it. That's all. 
I'm DC, worthless alive to you, motherfucker. As soon as I die, <laughs> jackpot. Uh, okay. Mm. I was left off bad and bougie. Oh, oh ridiculous. Um, what was I supposed to be doing now? Where can we find you, nigga? Tomorrow you can find me hopefully celebrating two years of depending on how y'all voodoo dolls come out tonight. Oh. Uh, two years in the game, man. Celebrating tomorrow. It's been well, actually, today would have been. Today was two years, and two years ago today I started my podcast. Um, we celebrating tomorrow. Um, some of y'all may or not be there, depending on how I feel tomorrow, because y'all don't wish death on me, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, you can find me on Instagram, what the shit underscore podcast. Yeah, what the shit underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook, what the stuff. Also, next year I'm putting together an event. I'm excited. I already got uh, one panelist uh, for the discussion part of it coming from Texas. Um, so I can't wait. Looking forward to that if I can make it, depending on how y'all <laughs> I am around y'all next time. <laughs> Many men wish death upon me. I cannot. It's so fucking dramatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> Dramatic, <laughs> right? When really it was the cherry's fault, not all right. Be mad at yourself and that old white ass straw. You should have opened up your throat wider. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna ignore all the sexual innuendos. Um, <laughs> Uh, Relax the uh, muscles. I'm cool. Oh. Um, but no, next year I'm looking forward to that event. Um, it's a chance for content creators of all kind um, to get together and really um, network. Uh, like I said, have a discussion panel, hopefully have some artists doing music, photographs, vendors, um, trying to get some small businesses or just businesses to come in, period, and figure out how we can all come together, uh, make more content, so in some cases, make better content and uh, get money flowing so we can all eat and get rid of our nine to five jobs and just be independent and do what we love um, the most. I need a booth and a morning panel. Oh, uh, word. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, um, me too. Oh, OK. I mean, you got it. Um, <laughs> I've invited myself, but I'm serious. No, I mean yeah, it, it's, it's it's um <laughs> it's open. She definitely like, um I mean <laughs> people who are gonna be involved, you know, it's free, but it, it is a twenty dollar charge, but ten dollars of that is going to a uh, inner city youth program teaching kids how to create content. So it's um uh, very um, I love that. Yeah, um and hopefully every year we can DC love kids. I just believe in content creating and starting at an early age um, is important because it's like music. When you start learning music at an early age, you make better music. Um, So I just want to make sure that the content creation game is being left in great hands. Say that shit one more time for the people in the back because we we just said that shit on the the episode. No, I want to make sure content creating is being left in, in great hands. Um, the, the program that we're giving to is one um, near me. Um, they teach kids how to make podcasts and all that. So 
Um, it's going to be dope. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Um, since I started this journey of making this event, so many people have reached out wanting to be involved or, or want to just see what's happening and uh, really being positive. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Still kind of nervous and scared to see how it comes out, but it's one hell of a ride. It's gonna come out great. You guys speaking to existence. Um, um, Darius. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, I and no proper planning. And I you got, can make it happen for real. Yeah, my my um my party planner is on my ass every day, making sure I'm on my P's and Q's. So uh trust me, she ain't gonna let this fail with her name on it. But no, it's it's, it's uh, no, it's just it's just uh, a good feeling because I live in Ohio and a lot of content creators don't even know about each other or even network, you know what I mean? So it's just an opportunity to come together, meet and greet for an hour, have a panel discussion, walk around, meet other podcasters, buy merch, you know what I mean? Just have a good time and it be positive without, you know, there being the uh, grabbing a barrel mentality where everybody's trying to pull each other mm-hmm. down or, you know, downplay other people's content, man, and just really support each other. Absolutely. And that is actually respectable, DC, because I've seen a lot of people tear down people that are trying really hard to learn this game and they're trying really hard to do their best. And instead of being positive, motivational, inspirational guides for the newer people in the game, they're Mm -hmm. literally coming in like, oh, you need to get your audio up. Oh, oh, you can't do it like this. You can't do it like that. Oh, you ain't got the proper content for our platform, whatever. Okay, well, there's another platform. Keep it moving. It's good. Like, it's, it's funny you say that because I don't want to take up too much time talking about it. Um, I mean, I might have more details, but that's kind of another reason why I wanted to do it. Um, so we can do it as a uh, uh, the right way to, you know, tell people how to, not even tell people how to do it, but just give great guidance. That's what the guidance. About. Yes. Um, I, I have some people tapped in, um, voice over artists who I want to talk to. He's you know a million on TikTok, seven million on here and there. Uh, but just he he always wants to give back to teach the young younger generation of voiceover artists how to do it. So it's all about um, the people I want to bring in to talk are are all positive and all willing to help. So that's really what it's about. Is bringing in new content creators, old content creators, and sitting down and networking and and, and constructively um, helping each other grow, not tear each other down. Because that's um, when I started two years ago. That was one of the biggest things I faced with people telling me what I could couldn't do and um, how absolutely and how I wouldn't be shit. Um, those same people still say that, but now they yeah. gotta kiss my ass on the way up because. Yeah, I'm doing my thing, but um, it ain't about me. Um, like I don't even have my picture on none of the things. Like it's it's about, like I said, the, the people I have on the panel that I'm trying to get to the panel, and the content creators themselves. That's what it's all about. Just having a good time and being positive and giving out the good vibes to help each other grow. And I got like there's a figure, there's a billion dollar industry in content creation of all kinds. So. It's enough for everybody. If we, you know what I'm saying? Stop trying to uh, be the police or gatekeepers of what's good content because I don't make great content, but my shit still works. You know what I mean? Uh, on some people's scale, my shit is, you know, but 
Yeah, it's just it's it's near to dear to me. So, but I'm gonna stop taking up time. But thank you. So damn, where can we find you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. I, was, I ain't hard to find. Black dude, hoodie. You want to kill me? Now you want to arrest me? Uh, which one is it? Stay alive or shut the fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you can find me at Monkey Shit underscore podcast on Instagram. Oh, I said that before. She said, damn, nigga, where the fuck can we find you? I said that before I said about the event. If you said that, you said that. The listeners feeling the same way I did. They forgot all of them. Just type in what the shit on Google and I'll pop up everywhere like Visa. Holy also, shit. I'm waiting to hear back from Pandora. We're gonna be on Pandora soon, so wow. Fingers and eyes crossed. Wow, man. Oh, okay. Wow, that shit. Wow, that shit. Wow. Boy, that shit came out of nowhere. Large. Nigga, where the fuck are we? I was about to walk away from the money. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. She's like, nah, nigga, where the fuck can we find you? Now, good, good night, <laughs> nigga. Where you at? Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, that shit was real. Wow. Man, if you just Google oh, what the shit, everything will pop up. Uh, all the, all the socials, um, and everything. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, my brother, on two years, man. Is that shit is crazy? Yeah, <laughs> who you telling? Because my first, I'm, year, I'm struggling to make two years, and you, you just, you just got all this great content just coming no, out your no, eyeballs. See, I, I, I actually don't, because nothing's planned. Uh, I'm just jumping off the porch and whatever happens, happens. I tell people I'm playing with house money. Uh, like I said, when I started this, I wasn't supposed to be here. I wasn't supposed to be on networks. I wasn't supposed to be sponsored. I was just supposed to be the uh, F show to lead into something else. You know what I'm saying? So I just go with God and you know what I'm saying? Trusting my dad, uh, watching down and I just do what I do. Uh, I'm not doing nothing special, nothing scripted. I'm just letting the magic happen. Like I'm not forcing it. That's all it is. I'm not and nobody else can do it. And I say that all the time. Like, it's just, I'm trying to be consistent, one, and two, be me. Uh, that's all I can do. Amen. Everything else will fall into place. Damn. Damn, tell them where they can find your amazing oh, podcast and all the stuff you're doing. Hi, uh, yes, sir. Um, You can find me everywhere. Oh, happy birthday to Nelson. Yes, I'll tell him he's at work right now, but I'll tell him. Um, we had a nice little family get together. You know, we didn't do nothing big. Stuck, but man. nobody sent me no barbecue. Yeah, I'm about to say nobody hit me up. That's nothing, all right, because, you know, I had children that was born in Ohio, D.C. I'll be to see you one day, just so you April know. 20, I know uh, my July way. 23rd, 2023 is a perfect time. That would be an excellent time to come. I'll get with you about that. Oh, definitely. There'll be a great event going on too that time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But um, shameless plug. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, you can find me www.wearethetylers.com over on Channel 82 Network. 
Um, if anybody needs a network, we're accepting content and content creators. So Ooh, get with Mr. Morio and see what he can do <clears throat> to help grow the thing. But what I'm, I want to reiterate what DC was saying because it's really important what he said. Like when when we're out here creating content, somebody's listening. Even if one person's listening, or if ten or ten million are listening, somebody's mm-hmm. listening. So be you, do you. My show is not DC show. My show is not Brandon's show. So you can't hold my content equal to their content so we have to teach new people coming in the game be you don't try to come out here and be brandon because only brandon can do what brandon does on his show dc can only do what dc do on what the shit miss q on pillow talk sharice on grown-ass folks nobody can come on there and be us on our show so if they're making copycat shows they're not being them uh, real recognize real, and, yeah. right. and you can spot a fake a mile away. So you can try to be me, but unless you're gonna be as crazy as I am, nigga, you never win. And ain't willing to take the consequences with the craziness. They want to act like it and still get the praise, but they don't want to take all that experience you oh, had being you. It's a lot of hard knocks. French yes. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Die silently. It's a lot of shit. You be speaking my spirit. You be talking to my spirit. Oh, I just (laughs) love y'all, man. Y'all bring out the best in me on these shows. I appreciate y'all for real. Uh, T, Miss Queen, tell them where they can find your amazing podcast and all the stuff you're doing. Yes, so you guys could find Kwame for those that cannot pronounce my name. So stop. You call me cute, Quiet or Queen. I am founder, CEO, creator, and most importantly, the host of Pillow Talk with the T podcast. Let me take this out because I don't want to choke like DC. Hold up. <laughs> She's trying to say you like rabbit or something at this point. Like, you just. Oh, I got a camera on. I like my DC. <laughs> but yes, you guys can find I me on. I will no longer be a punching bag. This is my last show. I quit. <laughs> he ain't quitting. You will see his ass again. That's you love movie. it. You're yeah, I love it. He love me. I love him. He's good. He's my sad brother. Other than that, you can find me mm. everywhere on um, social media: Facebook, TikToks, Twitter, Snapchat, um, Instagram, and anything TikTok or say TikTok already here. Yeah. Anything between you also can find me on all all the pod, um podcast platforms, just to name a few. Um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, Spotify, Google, and anything else that has an upload, download with podcast streaming. Not only that, please go subscribe to the YouTube page and channel. But I do have a new series that's Pillow Talk with the C presents Pillow Talk Diary with the Queen. So second series, I'm mean, second part of part two of the series is going to premiere Thursday at 2 p.m. So every new show is doing is going to drop Thursdays at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So you guys will get all that amazing candidness, vulnerability. I'm giving you vulnerability, candidness, transparent. You are finding out who and what makes Kwamea. And trust and believe, grab your tissues, 
And certain parts is very explicit. So if you got kids in the room, I prefer you to put your headphones in your ears because I'm talking about my domestic violence abuse. I'm talking about my rape and my domestic my rape and my domestic violence abuse. I'm talking about relationship with my father, my mother, my grandfather, my son, and relationship with my son father and how that became to be. So get all your good tea. And now that ending with great healing and what I'm doing today. So please check that out. And again, that's called Pillow Talk Diary of a Queen. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope my story heals somebody and allows people to believe in themselves and actually want to be the best version of themselves or either allow them to get into a better circumstance, circumstance, better circumstance if they are not in one right now. Because if I survive, you can as well. If I did it, you can as well. 100. Titi, Ms. Reese, tell them where they can find your podcast and all the stuff you're doing. What up, though, y'all? It's your girl, Sharice. Clink, 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 clink. Host of the Grown Ass Folk Podcast. And I ain't really got shit going on right now because I'm trying to find myself. But if you like to go look at my old shit, I can't. You can find me uh, at uh, Grown Ass Folk Podcast on Instagram, at Grown Ass Folk Pie on Twitter, and you can listen to previous episodes anywhere you sh- your favorite place to stream your podcast. Coming back soon, I promise. Um, what else do I have going on? Uh, we are currently working on launching uh, Manifest That Shit Then Sis. Uh, the book it's gonna have a companion podcast um and yeah I'm just do like rebranding getting myself together figuring shit out um sprinkling a little bit of this black girl magic all over the world um it's been a hot wife summer but I promise in the fall when it starts to snow I shall return I was gonna make a joke, but I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I'll, you I'll, can I'll make a joke, ready. DC. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a good mantra. I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing to live by. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> new single coming out next fall. Oh. <laughs> Chris Brown. But open your throat wide. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, die and open my throat wide. All right. And sprinkle some crack in it. Last and every episode, uh, sprinkle some crack on him. He's out of here. Do not forget the crack, whatever you do. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> This is what I wanted. This is what I needed tonight. Thank you, Brandon, for having your family back together on the new the new series, The Panel. No panel. <laughs> you done made a drop for that ass real quick. Yeah, I, I got like I got, I got like yeah. Uh, but seriously though, thank y'all for doing this. Uh, you know, I know this ain't like the top ten Tuesdays, but that's coming back. We 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 still got the list that y'all about to do. But yeah, that's coming back. Uh, but I wanted to do this, and I'm probably do this next Tuesday too, because I'm running out of top ten shit to do. So um, this was fun. This was fun. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So this this might be until we get to that time 
when y'all start doing y'all list, we probably do the uh do the panel. So uh yeah, so next Tuesday the panel. And uh I don't know what the topic gonna be, but we're gonna I'm gonna come up with something. I don't know what it is. Uh but thank y'all for doing this. I appreciate it and uh appreciate y'all always being here for me and uh thank y'all a lot, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We appreciate you, Brandon. Yeah. And uh and uh well i I'm gonna see pretty much all y'all on Saturday because I'm doing a jam session. But other than that <laughs> Yes, yes, you I'm will. looking forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're doing a jam. We're doing a jam session. Uh, DC, and if you want to join a jam session, it's two dollars to enter. Hell yeah, <laughs> to cover charge at the door. Let's cover charge out the gate. Out the gate. We can't. We you can't get into the party if you ain't paying. Fuck that. We no do. <laughs> uh, we have a limited amount of members of the panel. They cannot join. Just because they think they're fly as us, because they not, they're not as fly as us. So they you have can't to pay sit to be with us on Wednesdays. We wear pink, and they can't <laughs> because they can't even get in the club. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, yo. She said on Wednesdays we we wear pink, and this one say they can't get in the club. I'm done. <laughs> so yes, I was about to say that. <laughs> See, that's that Sagittarius energy, DC. You know what I'm saying? Beat me to it by three seconds. <laughs> Sag Nation, that's what we do. Oh my god! Well, next Tuesday, this shit gonna be even crazier. So, uh, <laughs> so thank y'all for doing this with me. And uh, yeah, Saturday jam session. Yes. All right, now cut this shit off so we can talk shit and not have to worry about it getting on the internet. Period. Right. Stop recording <laughs> now. Uh, uh, hold on a minute. All right. So I'm going to talk to y'all. Peace. Everybody out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>